Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host, Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist, Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, beautiful. What's going on? Good, man. How was your weekend? Or your it week? Excuse me, your it week. It was busy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm try. I'm actually writing my second and third book at the same time. Fuck yeah, that's pretty sick, though. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Everyone says that my writing is too intellectual and academic. How is anything too intellectual uh, or academic? I don't understand. I, I, you're, you're asking me. I, I like they wanted to put a glossary in the back of my first book to like explain terms. Really? So it got what they call a deep edit, where they took out all the big words. Because I, I, you know, school fucks you up in that way, where it makes you a little bit of a verbal elitist. And yeah. People are like, what? So I'm writing my another book that's kind of smart and then I'm writing a book that's more accessible to people because these days people are busy. They just want to read something. They want to be educational and fun, lighter. Are you doing this on audio? Uh, What's really funny is I'm going to push to do that because my first one's on audio, but there's this British actor reading it. And so he's talking about sex and he's like, when you put a penis in your mouth. What? It's the most bizarre thing in the world. That's not cool. No. You I'm, know, I did audio I, for my book. How fun was that? No, I wanted to fucking kill myself. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, who reads a book out loud? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who does that? It doesn't translate. It's just like, and then I they're want, like, wait, and then my Philly accent, and they're I like, we didn't understand you. I want you to do my book audio read by Amber Because I'm Rose. like, yo, when you get this dick, son, <laughs> should be amazing, bro. You know? I'm going to have to have you co-write it. You'll have to co-write it. <laughs> um, so we have someone phenomenal with us today. Yay! Someone who I've been a big fan of for a very long time, Heather McDonald. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I sympathize with you when you have to read your book on I mean, audio. But I think it is very important that the author does read it, especially when you're a celebrity or a personality. Right. And my first book, they said, no, we're going to have like a professional reader. So then I just said, well, then forget it. And then when it sold well, then I went back and did it. And what does that even mean? Like, what does a professional reader do that you wouldn't do? It's so weird because I just read this. I just listened to this audiobook yeah. called Las Vegas Madam. I love Harker stories. It's my favorite genre of literature. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the reader annoyed <laughs> this book is juicy but the audio was like a stiletto heel steps out of a car here at the Paris Hotel oh not exactly Matt I'm like it was so weird and I understand why the author being a madam was probably like no I don't need to read it but like yeah. these professional readers it's a little they weird get, yeah, on they, the they material put the voices on I and stuff like that I think it's their big moment for some of them though <laughs> like this is their big moment to well, show what they got you know the the, the guy that did Harry Potter yeah did all the voices like one guy did all the vo- voices for the audiobook so well, he's that, like yeah hey, that's hey, cool like, if you're if you're doing something like that but yeah. it's just like a novel or somebody's reading it and you know the person who wrote it no like i so i when mean I if did, i was reading your book then that would be kind of weird because they're expe- i think that it's good that you read your own book <laughs> true but i was exhausting. hoping that i didn't have to and then you know like so i listen to my book and it's like chapter one you do that you say it like that well wow. they made me say it right so it sounds like i have first grade level reading Why, though? that doesn't make sense why don't they just say read your book because and then you they wanted the me to pronounce no, everything right. like ah. this and like no, i was like horrible. i'm never in my life do it this hurts again. to listen to it like that. well then yeah. when you start reading it then you're like oh my god i haven't screwed up in three sentences keep going go right, keep right, going. right. And, then I'll, and i'll screw up and then i'm like it is very it's but it is great because in this day and age people are listening to it so you should 
Yeah. You should do Okay, the so I just book. issued an apology to anyone who bought the audio version of my book or you know, cared enough to just buy anything I wrote. Uh, I'm sorry that you had to hear it This by English hand. guy. Yeah, this no, it's English like my man. stepdaughter, she was asking Suri something and she made her an Australian girl. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? And she's like, turn to the left. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, I guess you that. couldn't, you know, soon you'll probably be able to make anything an entire book, whatever Jesus. version you want. Christ. So Heather, what are you up to? What do we? Is there anything we need to plug for you? I know you're you're doing a lot. You're all over. Yeah. You got your podcast. So I have my podcast. I've been doing mine for a year and a half. It's called Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Hopefully, we're invited. Oh soon. my god, I definitely okay, want well, you on. This is sure. so great, and I live so close to you. But Sick. So you can come to my house and do mine. Do, so you do your podcast. At I your do house it. As I well. sometimes do it for my house. I sometimes uh, do it at an office I have just in Calabasas. Okay. Um, so that I could get into the. <laughs> School district, just in case. Oh my god! And so, um, <laughs> I'm with you, sister. Address. I am with you. So you can be if when the time comes. If you don't live there and you would like to say you're my partner, no. Mm. Um, <laughs> hopefully that won't be a, the problem. But anyway, so there or I have an office too. In, okay. At the studio in um, on Wondery on Sunset. So it's like wherever it's convenient for the guest. Yeah. And so I love doing it. So it's anything. You know, I wrote and produced Chelsea Lately for seven years, so I love Juicy Scoop, and I mm. love hot topics, and, and about anything that's juicy. Like, I just brought up a murder the other day that was one of my favorites, the Betty Broderick murder. Do you remember that story? I'm not familiar. No. Oh my God, so juicy, and everybody like went crazy on my uh, Juicy Scoop Obsessed page because it's some of my favorite kind of stuff. It was this woman, she put her husband through medical and law school, and she was kind of a socialite. She had four kids in San Diego. And he left her for the secretary. And Ooh. she went insane. Yeah. And she killed them both. Oh, shit. And she just got denied parole. So sometimes it's a juicy thing like that. Sometimes it's like I analyze what's going on with Ben and Jen. You know, Jennifer Garner, <laughs> what's happening there? I go deep. I start to, like, discuss what the conversation was like. Oh, wow. You know, like, what <laughs> happened? So like, how lazy do you have to be to fuck the nanny? Like, it, ha like you couldn't right. go further than the room to the right? I right. mean, come on, dude. Like, seriously. And, um, so, wait, are they, they're getting a divorce? We, we don't, don't know. We, we they, don't really talk about pop culture on here. We don't. Well, we, we can we talk, talk a lot about ourselves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good. Question. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's, but that's, that, anyway, that's like my thing. show. So, whatever it is. And then I like, I like the housewives. And so I'll just get into whatever is a juicy topic. And mm. I take, read people's letters too. And cool. If you have a problem with your sibling, I have a serial sister that I, I talk about who, um, <laughs> You know, adults, uh, like difficult adult sibling relationships. We don't get oh. letters. We did do Facebook Live. So yeah, we, we had did. like some live streaming. Oh, that's fun. Were they asking? Was, it was fun and was also horrifying at times because it the was. comments were everything from, you guys are great too. Chris, you have the shiniest forehead I've ever seen. Yeah, and your eyebrows are crooked, <laughs> Amber. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that. And then we would just be like, Silence you know, just looking and just like, we, and then when we wouldn't talk, and I'm like, our our fucking podcast was dry as shit <laughs> last week because we were like looking at Facebook Live comments. But um, yeah, you have to have someone reading it for you and yeah, asking for, sure. for you for yeah. sure, and. for sure. <laughs> so and so so, uh, so last week, yes, we had a woman call in. Mm -hmm. This was last week, yeah, about I don't remember the one I was oh, sweating. The infamous story that was. Tell me what is it? Ago. Two weeks ago was it? Okay. Set the whole scene. Let's walk Heather yes, through the please. entire question. Okay, cool. So this girl calls and she says, I'm, I'll use her voice. She says, so I have this boyfriend. We've been together for two years and the sex is amazing. You know, he says like all these like nasty, dirty things to me and it really turns me on. But now he actually wants me to do those things and I kind of don't know what to do. I'm kind of like on the fence about it. So me and Dr. Chris were like, you know, like, I'm like, there's nothing that I've never heard before, bitch. Like, just say what it. What is it? Yeah. Famous last words, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking the same thing, because I've been in the game for like, you know, a decade and a half. I'm like, I've heard people fucking everything you could think of. Yeah. Yes. So, so she says, um, she says, well... Uh, I don't know if I want to tell you. And I was like, girl, just spit it out. Like, come on. Like, how do you expect us to help you if you're not right. going to tell us? So she's like, well, he wants me to have sex with animals. So I was like dripping sweat. I was like, I can't believe this is life. And so she's like, 
she's like, well, I'm like, well, is there like a specific type of animal? And she's like, well, preferably a dog. Like that's who he wants me to have sex with a dog in front of him. Long story short, I'm like, bitch, don't do that. Like, don't have sex with a Wait, fucking Amber's dog. Amber's sweating, and I'm over here just nodding along, going, of course, yes, yes, that's common. That's not that rare. Well, yeah, I'm not a doctor, so I'm like, bitch, no, don't do it. that's disgusting. And how do you know the dog wants to fuck you? Well, that's like, where the question landed. Yeah, consent. I think it's about the dog's uh, that's deal. What I, thank you, Heather. So that's what I say. I have two pugs that I oh love, like they're my fucking kids. And so I'm like... I'm like, you know, dogs can't give consent. Like, that's unfair. You shouldn't do that to a dog. So anyway, Dr. Chris is like, okay, so fuck all that shit. What else does he say? Because you said he says a bunch of things. And she's like, oh, God. You know, was very hesitant on telling us. And then she's like, he wants me to have sex with his father in front of him. So I'm like, okay, not as bad as a dog, but still a moment. Disgusting. Still a moment. Right. This is disgusting. All of it. So, of course, we're very, we always say that we're very sex positive on this show. We never want to make anyone feel like shit or anything like that. You know, you know. Well, I'm not. I'm just a guest. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I can be as nasty and pathologizing as I want to (laughs) be. But I think it's gross and you can run for the hills. Listen, the father thing, like, at least it's another human being. The dog shit, I was just like, I can't. Right. So, I'm talking. So, I have like this, like, little get together with like all my friends or whatever. And we're in the pool the other night and we're just like talking. And I was like, yo, I got to tell you like what I heard on my podcast. So I tell him the story. And then like what? So my security friend was visiting from Miami and he was like, well, I got a story for you. And I was like, he said that he saw it on Twitter. So I don't know if this kind of blew up. If people know about this, I never heard of it. So I'll just tell you guys. So he said that there was this girl. She was what? Oh, no, I'm laughing because I'm wondering where this is going and I see it's, this. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's worse. No way. Just no. Pa- just so no one can see. Amber has notes written down. I'm this trying to read over her scoop. arm what she's written down to see where we're okay, going. Okay, well, don't say Because then I have a story after this. <laughs> okay, so he tells me that it's on Twitter, right? And so this girl's like, you know, tweeting about her friend. So her friend gets on Tinder and meets this guy. They go out on a date. Everything's cool. They go home. And they have sex, right? So I guess the guy ejaculated on like her chest and like her stomach or whatever. And so a day goes by and this girl gets a horrible rash, like all where he like ejaculated all over her. So she's like, yo, what the fuck? So she calls him and she's like, why do I have a rash? Like where you busted your nut all over me. And he's like, whatever. I don't know. Like it's that shit ain't me, whatever. So she goes to the dermatologist and they have to do like a culture like they have to figure out like where it's like what type of bacteria is like eating away at her and so the results come back and the doctor said that there's only two ways to get this type of bacteria on your body from semen is if the person that you had sex with had sex with animals Or the person that you have sex with has sex with dead people, right? Or a dead animal. Or dead animal. Oh, yeah. Damn, Heather, shit. (laughs) So, no, wait. Then the the animal still didn't have consent, but at least. Exactly. Or a dead person, right? So, that's not even the worst part. So, she goes and she searches this guy. She Googles him. She fucking finds him, like, you know. Um, on a Google search and she found out that he works at a morgue. Yeah. Ugh. So he was having sex with dead people, ejaculated on her, and that bacteria lived inside of his penis. So when I said I, feel, I felt like I've heard everything, Do you think you I didn't now? fucking hear <laughs> shit until I heard that. Well, I, I had a guest on that it, her name's Lala Kent and she's on Vanderpump Rules. And she got a lot of shit for the past season from the other cast members because she goes on, in the past, these trips 
with mm-hmm. rich people. Okay. And so I started to ask her about that. I'm like, tell me about the Dubai princess. What do you do to get on the boat? I'm like, so who sets it up? Is there a Heidi Fleiss that gets the girls together? Like, mm-hmm. how does this work? How do you get paid? No. She kept saying, no, it's just you meet some people and they have money and they're just like, yeah, come. And I'm like, okay, so what if Amir, Prince Amir and your friend that you met on a modeling gig that you brought is now missing from the boat? Where? Right. Are, what are they doing? And she's like, well, they're fucking. I'm like, exactly. So how can you tell me that no one's having sex? So anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I, she told me no and that they are just friends with these rich people. Okay. So then people started writing me all these stories and she sent me this link and it was like about these things called, they're called, um, I think it's called porta potties. If you're a, a, these girls that are porta potties, meaning they go on these trips and they get shitted they, on, they get shitted on mm-hmm. and they have to have sex with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And this one girl said, I, I have a million dollars, but this is how I got it for three or four years. I was a stripper. I got involved in this. I would go on the trip. I would come back with 40 grand, but I would have to be shit peed and sleep with multiple people, including a German shepherd. And when I read it last night, I said, this is a bullshit story. But now that you said that, because then I asked, then my friend and I were talking about, I go, now how do you fuck a German shepherd? Is someone holding the dog down? Wait, so I I had a conversation about that. And they said, naturally, right? Dogs are dogs. Like, that's why we call men dogs because they stick their dick in everything. Most of them, not you, Dr. Chris. <laughs> okay. But, you know, so, like, if you, um, if you, like, so a dog will hump your leg, right? Right. But I guess if you put yourself in the situation, a dog So, will, like, if you, like you were- If you guide a dog to your vagina. Right. Most likely he'll start pumping. Well, because once an animal's erect, its job is to ejaculate. And so, yes, it will find a way to do that. Yeah. So then this this one girl wrote back and said, don't be a porta potty. Be a concubine for the Persian princes. I did it for 18 months and I got a condo out of it and (laughs) I have enough money for a condo. And she said, yeah, she didn't get shit upon, but she got peed upon, had to sleep with the, the guy and his four sons. So she goes, so just please, nobody be a porta potty. Just be a concubine and sleep with four or five people for, you know, a year and a half. And you walk away with a lot of money. I'm like, this mm. is so horrendous. It's so awful. I would just. A- again, it's you have enough money. You get what you want. You live in a different world. The boundaries are I mean, different. my whole thing is like, this is my whole thing. If you like sex that much, right? And you're, you're going to have sex anyway. Fuck it. You might as well go get some money out of right. this well, shit. This, this one girl goes, when she first started doing this, she goes, look, you know, I'd been with several people at the same time, you know, like a gangbang. Mm-hmm. I love sex. I'm like, you know, okay. But who, but then she goes, and once you've been shitted on a number of times, it, you know, you just, it's not as gross as you think. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, oh. but that's, that's like, that takes, a, that takes a lot of dissociation and some learned helplessness. Most yeah. people... Um, aren't able to disconnect from their sex partner in that way and walk away feeling so neutral about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's going to be some things that are going to come up down the road after. My whole thing that. is you can either like do porn, which is cool. We love porn over here, but you can do porn or you can go on a fucking yacht. But here's the thing. Like here's somewhere the thing. How really much, dope. This is a question I'd have. <clears throat> in porn, you have agency and people are going to argue that, but no, the major companies, yeah. the, the performers do have contracts. A lot of them have agents. They can set boundaries. They can discuss which partners they'll be with. They get These tested. women, when you're taken overseas well, that's yeah. what I was saying. out in the her, water, how much, you know, how much boundary setting and Well, and that's what they said well, when this one girl who said, I said no yeah. to... She was okay. They got they got right on the boat. All the men are old. They start fooling around with each other. She was like, fine. Then they started to pee on them. And she was like, I'm done. So she gets up and now she's in the middle of Saint-Tropez. Right. And they're like, uh, if you don't participate, you're going to have to get your own plane ride back. Because you're here for a purpose. And that's what I was trying to ask um, Lala Kent. I was like, Okay, but like I wouldn't. No matter how well I knew these people, aren't weren't you nervous the first time? Maybe you went and had a pleasant time, and I can see you why you Babe, went back. I would. Wouldn't you be nervous? I would be about nervous. Going, I'm like, where, where's your passport? She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I would have taped exactly. it to my breast. Do you at know night. how many times terrified. I've been offered to go to Africa and the Middle East with like random guys that want to pay me money? And like, I don't know them, are- but they came in like right. as an inquiry, like. Yes found people that knew me of and like course. and i'm like are you fucking nuts 
There's no. I'd rather do a fucking T post on Instagram and like well, make money. These are also countries where you know female autonomy is not respected. No way. I've never. But hey, yeah, so there's gonna God be a little flat tummy tea. Or having oh. someone pee. Okay. What are you going to choose, girl? Girl, you already know. <laughs> I mean, but also, you know, again, just, just to point it out, bless you, because you're going to get offered the flat tummy tea. Okay, but how about this, not, right? No, okay, how about this? Situation. But no, but get you a little baller that's in your area, there in you your go. city. There you, go. you know Find what I mean? Local. It, l- listen, there's guys out there. Now, there's guys that I have dealt with, right? that literally just want to take me shopping all day. Sure. They don't want to have sex with me. They don't want anything from me. They just want to they, stand behind you while you walk. They get off <laughs> on me wearing the shoes that they bought me. That's their fetish. They like that shit. I've, I've been there. I've done that well, shit. Listen to this. There's there's this backdoor world. So um, the porn performers that I've dated or I'm friends with and I know, they have Amazon wish lists where fans can go on Amazon and send them all the things that they've asked for, which is a version of that. But mm-hmm. they don't even have to see you in real time. They'll send them clothes, books, sex toys. Yep. Or like yeah. a webcam combo or whatever or Sometimes, something. Sometimes, yeah. All right. Well, but, we- no, but movie stars, I was going to say, like even, you know, actresses of a certain level or below, they, you know, supposedly have done those things mm-hmm. for 40 grand, gone with the rich guy. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Heather? Call people mean, out? 40 no, grand. I mean, I mean or my- 50 or 100, I don't know, but the, you know, there's a, there's a price. You haven't done a movie in a few years, but a guy's obsessed with you because Heather, you were yeah. on a soap three years ago. I don't know. You Listen, might do it. I was a stripper. I don't know if you know that. Yes, I was I a stripper can. for a long time. Best fucking time of my life. But 40 G's, that's not a lot of money to go put your life at risk in fucking the Middle East. I just, it's not a for, lot of money. For some people, that's everything. Babe, I was, I grew up dirt fucking poor. But if these, dirt poor. Right, I but if like these I, girls know other girls that are like, I'm telling you, I went, I sat in a room for five days. We went to one party, then we went shopping and I was home the sixth day and I got 40 grand. If that's what someone's telling you and you, and maybe that is some girl's experience, but then you get there what you did it. No, no, no. I didn't do it. No, I said, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) But you know, fine. If you get like a cool reference, like, listen, these guys are just cool. Like, and it's someone that you trust and they've been there. That's fine. You make that decision as a grown woman. But also realize that you're putting yourself in yes. a really fucked up situation to, you know, out there, it's not that much respect for women. So no, if it's you called say sex no, trafficking. We're yes. talking about I'm sex just, trafficking. I'm just saying you may never get home. Right. That's right. why. Why would you want to leave? Um, we have Alexis sure. on the line. Let's do it. Hi, Alexis. Hey, Alexis. What's going on? Hi. How are you? I, what's your question? I'm good. How are you? Good, babe. Um. My question is, uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year now. Um, around October, a couple of days after my birthday, uh, we were at the lake and I went through his phone, which I know is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, upon going through the phone, I saw messages with the girl um, that were flirtatious, obviously insinuating that they were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to keep it cool until I get home. I totally flipped out. Um, ever since then, it's like we have never, I, I can't trust him the same, whereas before it was like it was the first guy I've ever trusted in my whole life, like ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how do you come back from that? Is he telling you, is he remorseful? Is he sorry? Does he feel bad? Is he apologizing? I mean, he's like, oh, you know, I would never do that again. I'm like, I thought you would never do it to begin with, like. That's not enough for me. Let me okay, so wait, wait, wait. Let me give you let me give you a horrific uh, intellectual doctor answer. You know, the idea that someone is going to remain completely, perfectly, fully monogamous for a, a, a huge length of time is not necessarily possible these days. And so, I do not condone cheating. But I am saying that a lot of people bump into gray areas and I love couples using that as an opportunity to talk out what their definition of monogamy is. Like, have you guys ever talked out the fact that you're not comfortable with him doing that? Did you assume he would know that? Yeah, definitely. Because when we first started dating within the first six months, it was like he would have Snapchats of him and girls. And I would say multiple times, like, you know, if you want to do that, that's cool, but just let me do my own thing and let's not be together. And he would always say, no, please, like, you know, don't. Men are like, selfish. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Men are selfish, girl. 
that's just that's the answer yes because they want to do whatever the fuck they want but once you do it you're a hoe and you ain't shit and blah blah fucking blah but wait her question wait 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 alexis's question is how do i trust him again because it sounds like you do do want to stay with do you want to trust him again yeah i do okay so you cannot you need to forgive him if you're gonna forgive him you need to forgive him and then you need to never talk about it again unless he does it again What's you gotta let this, every time you get mad at me you keep bringing it up I'm yeah like, you can't do that babe <laughs> you can't do it because once you forgive someone you can't constantly be like mm, that one time you was on you know texting this girl it's like you're never gonna get far doing that you need to forgive him and let it go or don't be with him if you're gonna talk about it all the time because you're just gonna argue for and no Alexis, reason look not okay necessarily that he did that but People have to be able to let us down and disappoint us, own up to it, and then be allowed to move forward and be better afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I just, it's so hard with the phone and the yeah. texting <laughs> and everything because sometimes you're just, sometimes you are just messing around, yeah. you know, and sometimes you are just looking at someone's Facebook page and wanting to know where that old boyfriend of yours is. Right, right. And then if yeah. someone went through it and was like, why were you looking up your boyfriend from 2005 last night? Because <laughs> it was 2 a.m. and I was tired and I was yeah. just a little bit curious. It doesn't mean I'm going to go and fuck him tomorrow. Right. I, you know, so if like if my husband searched my phone like that, he'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like I mentioned someone on my podcast last night. Somebody found him, sent me his page. I went and looked for an hour. I was like so excited to dive through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, also, and there's also, there's sure. a backstory. No. I, you know, not, I, I never disclose anything about uh, patients I work with, but I, I've worked with clients where they use some of these sites and things as pornography. So yeah. I, I had a friend and instead of just looking at standard porn, he would go on some of the escort pages, not to hire them, but to masturbate to them. That, I, that, that, that turned him on. Mm-hmm. It turned him on to see those pictures in that way and to read their stories and their bios. So his girlfriend went on and saw that he'd be on the site <gasps> and refused to believe that he wasn't right. trying to hire them. And as my client, I'd worked with him for like two or three years. I was very- You knew that he was telling you the truth. For sure. He loved this girl. And he was like, I just jerk off to them. And she just couldn't find comfort and understand that that was possible because she didn't really have a masturbatory life. She wasn't comfortable with porn herself. But also and, Alexis just said that, that this guy has been on Snapchat with girls like kind of from the beginning, yeah. like the first six months. Well, you got to talk How that out. How old are you guys? Um, He's 26 and I'm 23. Oh, I mean, so I, mean I don't the know. The biggest issue for me is just like knowing that if I wouldn't have saw it, he would have done it. And I think that's what bothers me because now I'm like, if I don't go through it all the time, like he's going to do it. But, but I guess babe, that's what's the point. But listen, as women, we're usually in denial, right? And mm-hmm. so like when people tell you, like your significant other tells you something, you should definitely believe it, right? This yeah. In this situation, he didn't tell you anything, but you know that if you didn't go through his phone, he was going to fuck that girl. And you also know that he'll probably do it again. Okay, right? so here, so here's the horrible resolve for you. If you are not willing to or able to move forward and practice learning to trust him, you need to leave now. Yeah. Because what you're going to do is make your, both of yourselves miserable and you're going to always be anxious and you're always going to be policing and you're never going to feel secure and it's going to be a nightmare. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking how exactly. stressful your life has been. Since that day at the lake. Yeah. And it, I just yeah, don't it think it's worth it. it makes me seem crazy. It makes me seem crazy because it gives me like self-doubt and insecurity. And then he questions the insecurity. And I'm like, you gave it to me. Like, yeah. But, but, but like I said, Alexis, you either have to forgive him and stop talking about it. If you really love yeah. him and want to be with him. Um, or uh, if you can't get it out of your head and it's always going to bother you. And every time he's texting on his phone, you think it's with a girl. Then you got to just you got to leave. Yeah. Thank Good you so luck. much. Good luck, babe. Oh, that's a tough one because, yes, like you just said, Heather, like with phones, there can be DM on Instagram <laughs> chats and picture there's sharing. So much Snapchat, oh, Facebook yeah. DM, Twitter. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for people to like hook you. Yeah. Where you're literally just minding your business. You're not looking to cheat. Someone sends you something. You just kind of respond. Yeah. I mean, and, and back. thank God, I you know, in my marriage, I don't have any of those issues. Why? You know? Why do you think that is? <laughs> It's, you know, it's, I, we're just around each other so much. And, but I, th- I always go there. I'm always like, what if I just walked in the house right now and 
Found out that Peter was fucking a dude. Like, I think the worst thing ever. <laughs> just, did we just go off? Oh, we're oh, we went off a second. Oh, just so that it happens, I've, I've thought of every awful thing. And okay? what's, what, what, to walk me through, what, what, in your fantasy, what do you do? You walk in, your husband's having sex with a dude. What's your response? I just would be like, I guess we're done. I mean, I don't, what, I, no, I mean, he's the most non-gay person, but I'm just saying, I think of the worst case scenarios and right. what would I do in that situation? Because you hear these stories. So I never want to be that woman that's like, not my man. And then right. you find out. <laughs> so I'm always like very honest about, you know, we fight, we have whatever, but infidelity has just never been a thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and we just, but, um, you know, it's like the one, well, I have a girlfriend, my best friend, Tara, and she calls me a lot. We've been taught, we talk all the time. So he would be like texting Tara again, talking to Tara again. So then I did what a cheater did and I changed her name to William Morris assistant. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, girl. For a while he was just like, I mean, I'm like, you probably think I'm working on the biggest fucking deal because they've never called me this much. Right. And constantly I'd be like, sorry, it's William Morris. But, Let me take this call. It, it, she brought up an interesting point. There are some people where I don't know if Alexis was made to feel anxious because of that or if she already maybe brought that in. But there are some people where you can never do enough to make them feel secure. If you're on your phone texting at 9 p.m., they're like, who are you talking to? And no matter like what you do, I've been in those relationships where I was faithful times a thousand and yet everything I did was threatening somebody. Babe, it's literally like that with every relationship I have. Really? They're so insecure. They think I have mad dudes that are hitting me and like, you know, always accusing me of just being like fucked up and a user. And I'm like... I'm not like, and you know me. I do. I literally, if I like someone, I am focused. And like my team gets mad at me. They're like, you need to date like a bunch of people and like figure it out. I'm like, no, when I like someone, I just go for them. Like, that's just how it is. But I, that's always my thing. They get insecure by like. Now, are you dating anyone now? No. I'm working on it though. I'm helping her like. <laughs> well, I just her. got on this like celebrity dating app. Oh, which one is that? Raya. 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 I think yeah. it's Raya. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Raya. But um, yeah. um, yeah. And so like you know, um, I've been talking to a couple guys, and there's one guy that I kind of really like, but it's still new. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I think it's it's just so hard in this day. Like my friend was dating this guy that they reconnected on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of knew mutual people. He was from the neighborhood, you know. So they start talking and he was hitting her up like on Facebook, kind of stalking her for like years. She finally goes out with him. He was right in the beginning of the relationship. He liked every single picture that she did. Right. Then they're, now they're sort of a couple, but it was long distance. And then she's like, you know what's really weird is ever since Hawaii, he's not um, liking any of my photos, but he likes other girls' photos that he's friends with. It's and, always fucking and she goes, like that. Yeah, and then she goes, but I, I'm, a, I'm over 40. Like, am I really supposed to yell at him about Facebook? But it is oh. fucking weird. It what is. is that? And, but you know what? People will say, like, it's um, very immature about, like, like, how come you don't post me on Instagram? Or why don't you like my pictures and you like hers? It sounds childish, but really that's the... the, the that's life. our life. That's the life that we live now. Yeah. And it really is, like, it fucks you up. Because you're just but, like, I mean, when unfair. you're going through, why would you consciously... Not like the girl that you're seeing photos But anymore. I have a bigger question. If if you're that insecure where you're <sighs> tracking what they're liking, then there's a deeper relational problem that needs to no, be No, but about. not even if you're tracking because it, babe. There's some, there's some time. I don't, I, don't, I don't look at who but I'm But if dating. you're very prevalent on social media, right? Yeah. If you're on social media yeah. a lot, you, you'll just see it. It's not really like you're necessarily searching for it. I must be the most secure person on the planet because I don't care or worry about that. Like, I know that you can love me, find me attractive, and also be liking the crap out of someone that you also think so. Well, the the thing in her particular case was that he found her on Facebook. Like, they kind of connected on Facebook. And, you know, she went out with him because there were mutual people that had known him for years. So she's like, okay. And then also it being long distance is going to always add to it. Yeah, you got I mean, to do a little extra when it's long yeah. distance. And I mean, as her friend, I was like, I don't think that you have the mindset to have a long distance relationship. Oh, I don't think that's, that's for you. It's you know, I, yeah. I, I, I think you have to recognize that about yourself. Long distance is great for me. I yeah, love some people distance. it could be great for with your busy lifestyle. Yeah. It could be perfect. But for other people, it's gets in their head all the time where are they why didn't they call for sure well let's uh let's talk about jeans heather okay <laughs> these jeans are amazing by the way heather there's they're amazing so um 
So my my okay. So yeah. I'm one of those people. I have a, mm-hmm. I got sent a pair of these, which is good because yeah. I'm really specific about the kind of pants I wear. And uh, I'm like a thicker, rounder, more muscular guy. Like a lot of guys are really lean. So I need jeans that can hold it. Because <laughs> you got a you got a big old booty. <laughs> So but they're comfortable. They are so comfortable. I got a couple pairs as well. It's DSTLD jeans and um, it's luxury grade denim. They're super comfortable. They fit all body types. They have like a little stretch in them. They've been featured on For- uh, Forbes, Time, and TechCrunch magazine, also GQ and Vogue. And that's DSTLD.com slash rose for 10% off now. I promise you, you will not regret it. These jeans are absolutely amazing. And just take it from me and Dr. Chris that uh, they're super popping. <laughs> popping. Oh, yeah. For sure. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Love Line with Amber Rose. I think we actually have a story. Um, this says men who watch porn are less happy in their relationships. Do you believe this, Dr. Chris? Because you no. are pro porn. Here's the thing. So a lot of the men I work with, there's a couple things that come up from this. Number one is a lot of people that aren't happy in their relationships watch porn because that is the sexual outlet that has all the things that they're truly aroused aroused by. Sometimes their partners aren't interested in the sex they want to have or as often as they want. And they go to the porn because of that. It's not that because they watch porn, they're unhappy. It's that they're unhappy in their marriage. They don't want to leave their husband or wife they aren't so they should have switched around the, for what they're the into. Title. Well, no, this this study is attempting to pathologize porn. This this title is is going after um, the porn industry, and you know, porn gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Like it, when I come out as a doctor, um, and I say I prescribe porn to clients for a multitude of reasons, people are like, "Are you kidding?" And it's like, "Well, why would you assume I wouldn't?" It's it's like it has. A, I wrote a thing called 18 therapeutic you know therapeutic uses for porn." So so wait, but look at this. It said yes. a few years ago, I was in bed with a former partner. Um, when he said something that sounded like it was pulled from the script of an adult film, yes. it felt so bizarre, inauthentic, and out of context um, that she had to suppress her laughter. Okay. Well, Heather, that's <laughs> Heather laughs. Here's a couple things. That's fucking hot. Like I wish, like <laughs> I'm like I wish a guy would toss me like he was a fucking porn star. That's yeah, that wouldn't bother me either. And so what? I mean, unless yeah. he wanted me to fuck a dog, I would feel some type. Well, of whoever way. made that comment sounds like they have a really primitive, anxious sexuality. Because here's the thing, Heather, you kind of brought this up. We were talking about this article on the side, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it's such a you essentially. I'm putting words in your mouth, but you're like, it's a crappy sex educator. And like you're right. Well, th- this is the thing that I think is. is unfortunate about boys like under 25 mm-hmm. or 30. Um, they started watching it, and now I believe as a parent, we're hyper aware of what our kids are watching and doing. But from the the parents of like 10 years ago, they didn't know. They didn't know their kid was in the room watching all this stuff, and they were and they're watching you know, hardcore stuff, not mm. Cinemax from 1995. Right. I mean, like hardcore. And if that's the first things they see yeah. before they ever even get with a girl, it's very awkward. And then when they get rejected or something, they're like, well, I'm just going to go back to my room and masturbate well, here's to my problem, imaginary though. porn girlfriend. Well, listen, okay, the listen, listen is can no... we come back to this? We sure. have Steven on the phone. Okay. Oh. Let's come back to this because I want to talk about it okay. as well. So let's, let's take Steven's questions real quick. Hey, Steven. How are you? Hey, Amber. Hey, Dr. Chris. How are you guys? Good. How's it going? Hi, babe. What's your question? Good. Well, I just have a quick question for you. Um, I live about 35 miles north of L.A., okay. um, and I commute to L.A. every day. Um, however, one of my coworkers that lives in West Hollywood was like, hey, I need a house sitter. I'm going to be gone. Would you mind doing it? And so I was like, hell yeah, you know. Wait, and say that so, one more time. She's sit, house-sitting for a friend in West Hollywood. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, house-sitting for a friend in West Hollywood. Anyway, I'm on the dating app, but I don't use them that often, but I was in West Hollywood, and as a gay man, there's a lot of people in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got a lot of alerts on my phone, you know? boy. And, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so I was walking through the neighborhood after I got home from work, and there was a guy that was walking his dog, and he approached me, and he said, hey, are you on Tinder or are you on Grindr? Like, I think I've seen you before. I said, yeah, I don't use them that often. And he said, your pictures don't do you justice. 
Oh. Okay. And so then <laughs> well, I know where this story is going. <laughs> yeah, he offered me to come over to his place and chill. Now, mind you, he literally lives two apartment complexes next door. Is his name so, Sammy? I feel like I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, we should go ahead for this. No, no, it's not Sammy. Mm-hmm. Wait, anyway, Stephen. So Stephen. So what Stephen, happened? So wait, Stephen. We can't hear that. Keep, make sure you keep the uh, mouthpiece right by your mouth. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, perfect. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So he wanted me to come over, and I thought, hey, why not? You know, it's my last night of house sitting. So we came over and we ended up having sex. Full blown. And full blown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> There's like, you better. You walked telephone. one building over. <laughs> well, we had a like talk that literally lasted till at 3 a.m. Mm, like, excuse you. We had a great connection. Everything was good. Everything was great. So um, what happened? So the next day I leave and. I texted him and asked him if we wanted to get together again. And he asked me, uh, like, on a date, question mark. Okay, and what did you say? So so I said, I was feeling special. I said, you made me feel special, so I want to take you out and make you feel special. Okay. So I said, yeah. And then he said, date. People don't do that here in West Hollywood. This is oh, the 21st shit. century. Okay, Stephen, let oh, me Oh, so break he this was down. being sorry. He was asking you, like, what he do you shaming. mean? He was shaming. Hey, yeah. That's kind of mean. Yeah. Dude, how about this? How about uh, take the compliment? Like, that's what I wanted. I would love you to have said to this person. Take the compliment. You know, we see, you seem great. We seem to have a connection, and I wanted to get to know you better. But, you know, don't have to be rude about it, right? That's horrible. You know, I have two gay That's assistants and they always say that, you know, because they're very loving, very sweet, affectionate guys. And they say that all the time. They're just like, you know, we look for something real. But these guys out here, it's just like they just want to fuck. They don't want any type of connection. And they're just not those type of guys, you know. So you you for sure, you seem like a great guy, Steven. You shouldn't feel bad about that. But and forget that's this it's his loss. Yeah. yeah, just forget that person. Just chalk it up to a, a fun house sitting experience. And, yeah. and Stephen, keep 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 asking people out that you're interested in. Don't yeah. let this stop you because oftentimes sex first can lead to the development of an uh, of a connection or chemistry. I mean, my two most two of my most powerful long term relationships we met for sex only. And then we hit it off and decided to hang out again. And years later, we were living together. So don't don't believe what this person's telling you. Hookups can lead to more. But I also think that's um, an amazing line that anybody can use. Which one? Are you on Tinder or Grinder, depending? But you know, to go up to something, are you on Tinder? Because everybody is. Yeah. Well. Because I've seen you and your picture doesn't do you justice. <laughs> they never saw you on Tinder. Right. The first time he saw you was you walking the dog. Heather, and he right. was horny. Would you walked away, Heather. Had you heard that line, you would have been like, "I'm good." I mean, back in the day, um, no, I would have probably been like into that shit. Yeah. I I loved. I went out scrolling, you know, scrolling, trolling, whatever. Mm-hmm. I like to be hit on all the time. Me too. And I <laughs> I like to go to Starbucks and get hit on. I would go and eat. <laughs> I would oh, was always hungry. I went on dates a lot. Mm. Back then, people took you on dates yeah. and yeah. paid for the meal, and you could have an appetizer and an entree, and no one was you know, and really get your eat on. Babe, I say it all the time. So like, yeah. I grew up in Philly, and like guys used to like crashed their cars because they were looking at me so hard when I was walking down the street. Okay. And like I was like this shit, you know? And then now that I'm famous, like fucking like a hot guy will come up to me and he's like, hey, Amber. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, can I get a picture? And I'm like, fuck the fuck out of here. I'm not giving you a picture. Like, yeah. you're too cute. Like, you're why? Too like, big. you actually had a chance anymore. with me. You're not dateable. But anymore. They, and now they, I don't want to. Now I don't want to even. Da- I don't even undateable. look at you sexually undateable. at all. Well, it is. I think you get to a certain level, and they they are super intimidated when they just thought you were the girl walking down the street going to her job in Philly. That's mm. one thing, and then yeah. it's like, please, you know. Yeah. My well, mom. Good, my good mom luck, Steven. My, my mom used to say that. that was, um, Bus, bus boys that used was to part crash. of my other question was is it wrong for me to have hope 
like, can I still ask people out on yes, dates? Yes, continue yes, to do that. You're giving them a compliment. You're going after what you're interested in. And if they like you, they'll say yes. And if they don't, they won't. But keep doing it. Do not give Listen, up Listen, there's marriages and relationships that are successful all over. So your, yours just hasn't come yet. Don't like lose hope because you met one dick walking his dog. Yeah, fuck him, babe. Fuck him. And keep trying. Right. Don't, don't become bitter. Don't become sad about it. I mean, listen, I get dumped too. If that makes you feel any better. <laughs> but also, like, enjoy this time. Enjoy, enjoy yeah. it. How, like, old, how, how old are you, you... Steven? I'm, I'm 23. I'm oh, really young. Damn, so. Steven. You got, Steven. You got I mean, I wish I could walk down the street and yeah. fuck a stranger. Yeah. I can't. Heather had to give that up. I'm married She's with three kids. Like, I'm never going to experience that again. Yeah. Good That's luck, the Steven. other thing, you know, being a little bit famous. Oh, sorry. Yeah, got, no, it's okay. okay. Being a little bit famous, which I'm a very little bit, but, you know, as a female stand-up, guys, male stand-ups get laid all the time. That's yeah. the thing. You, mm. you fuck the waitress, whatever. They're so hot. There's, I go on the road all the time. Even if I wanted to fucking cheat, how the fuck could I? First of all, it's my whole different. act is about my husband and my kids. Right. So that's not exactly going to get you hard. <laughs> and then it's like... Uh, if somebody, if I did, if I had no, if I didn't have morals and I fucked somebody on the road, how do I know that they're not going to like expose it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, are we supposed to feel bad for you? Yeah, <laughs> but I sometimes I, I'm that's, sorry you can't that, cheat. Again, get away that's with my it. other, besides hooker genres, I love anything about cheating on spouses, the affair, anything Did like that. Did you see I love the it. Heidi Fleiss documentary? Oh, with the birds. How good was that? Oh, the, the first one or the, which the one? The one with the birds in the desert. Oh. Trying to open a male brothel? Yes. It's a, it's a, you had to watch really? it. Oh, yeah. uh, on Netflix? Uh, well, I don't remember now. Hulu? Oh, it was a few years ago, but yes, she, she was not Track successful in yeah. opening her male brothel. Yes. I think a male brothel is gross, but I think I, I love watching That's like, like gigolos. Strip clubs. I'm like, you mm. go for novelty reasons. Yes. Like it's not, you like, know, if you, go to get yeah, on. it sounds hokey. Yeah, yeah. If you really want, I think there's definitely a market for successful women who just want to get laid. Like I'm on a trip. I would like a guy who's normal. That's why I'm I want Raya. him to be 35. It's called Tinder. <laughs> I want him to come to the room. It's but free. Like, no, but like pay for it discretionary. So there's so, mm-hmm. so they can't. Just I'm like sure a man there would is pay sites like that where you can where you can oh, yes. pay pay for. But see that that would be the loophole. You pay for like the uh, subscription, um, but you can't actually pay for the sex. Oh, like you know what I mean? Probably yes. like through the app. Ooh, well so done. that's like the loophole, found the loophole where, for everyone. Yeah. Right. The sex is so not prostitution. Not prostitution. But you're paying to be a member of the app that helps you find. Exactly. But don't you think there's a lot of women that don't want to do Tinder, but they would just like for to, they're sure. on a trip and they're like, you know what? I'd like to have dinner with someone who is age appropriate and then will take me home or and fuck me really age hard. inappropriate and will take me home and fuck me hard. And yeah. then I never have to hear from them again. Sure. But you know, most and women won't try own to that. contact me. Most women won't own that they might want that, nor do they feel that they've had permission to be able to think that they might want sure. that. But it's that true. is true. I agree with you. We'll get there. Well, if that's when, why I have slut walk every hey, year. Hey. Yeah. When is it this year? October. October seventh. It's every October, every first Saturday of October every and year. And is it in different cities? It is not because I live in LA, so it's easier for me to be hands on and kind okay. of get it off the ground. Um, but this is the third annual one, so we're expecting over ten thousand men and women this year. Um, but to own their sexuality what, as well. And then what street is it? Like where is it? It's down in uh, Pershing Square. Okay. Downtown LA. Well, that's where it was last year. I oh, think we, we need a new over. venue. No, I know. It we was shut huge. down all downtown LA, but I think we need to move now because yeah. we reached capacity early in the day last year. I also year. don't like going downtown. <laughs> yeah, it wears far me as out. Fuck. It can be a stressor. There's not like there. big spaces up here, Parkings. though. Oh, yeah, there's not. You know, Why don't we just do them. it down to Panga and then go to the village for lunch after? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real easy, Done. right? <laughs> Hit Target and Neiman's at the same time. Yes. Uh, so, Amber, how are you getting around these days? Um, literally, I use Lyft for everything Me because too. I hate sitting in traffic. I hate having to drive in, you know, um, the LA traffic. And Lyft is always like so convenient. They're super fast. The cars are super clean. The drivers are so friendly. And um, and I, I that's literally all I use. And can we get a discount right now? It says we can. Yes. Right of now. Of course. Listeners can get three free rides. That's mm-hmm. pretty badass. Up to $10 each. Yes. $30 value when you enter the promo code LOVELINE. Oh, yeah. So download the app. If you do not have the app, the Lyft app, make sure you get the app now. And um, you get a $30 value. So you get 10 
dollars each ride right. and um use the code loveline and um yeah and and go somewhere fun you can sit in the back and swipe of course <laughs> on for tinder some love. look yeah, for right. love on the way to your dinner <laughs> no for sure for sure um i think we're actually and I think she's getting another phone call for us. Um, But what were we talking about? Because I said we were going to come back to it. Talking about the porn thing. Oh, the porn thing. Okay, so what? What? This there was a documentary, and I'm sorry that I don't know the exact name of it. I was watching it when I was on the road, and it was men Mm -hmm. who admitted to being addicted to porn, Mm -hmm. and they went to a place, they Mm -hmm. camped, they had no devices, no phones or anything, treated it almost like any other kind of addiction. And it was men of all different types. Someone's like a married dad. Another one was a kid that had been starting to watch porn since he was nine. Mm -hmm. And now he's like 17. Mm -hmm. And he's got nothing to show for it. He didn't excel in sports. He wasn't doing well in school. It took over his life. Let me jump in. The reason why I don't buy this is because... It's, it's usually that porn is sought out by certain kinds of people, people that maybe have social issues, introversion. They seek out porn as a safe, comfortable site for access to sexuality. I, I just won't blame the porn because there's tons of people, every guy. I think they try to do a study on men's erectile functioning, and they couldn't find a guy who had not watched porn. And yet we have a culture full of guys that are very successful, like myself, who grew up on porn, still watches it, and are in great relationships. It's a small number of people that struggle with porn. No, I don't think it's an addiction. It's like saying that, like, you know, blame McDonald's for anybody who's fat. I mean, no, it's like I go to McDonald's and I get a grilled chicken wrap (laughs) and a mango smoothie. And it's freaking awesome. And And it's $2. there's no fruit in that mango smoothie, I don't care. It's still, (laughs) That's better for it, right? No, I think it is real fruit. Oh, is there really props to McDonald's? Anyway. I'm just saying, yes, but anything, if you have an addictive personality, you can become addicted to anything, whether Mm -hmm. it's playing video games, porn, drugs, you know, alcohol. But I also think, listen, I have a son, you have two sons, right? You have to talk to your kids. It's really not about porn. Like our kids are going to watch porn eventually. It's like, whatever, they're boys, even girls. It doesn't really matter, but you need to educate your kids about sex yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. about condoms the kids nowadays the millennials they don't even think aids exist anymore because they didn't see people die within two weeks like we did you know what i mean and so now it's like shit magic johnson is you know doing he's alive and well i don't have to worry about any of that and so it's almost and we spoke about this on the podcast that people the kids nowadays almost get offended when you ask for a condom because it's like you don't trust them and like oh you don't trust me like why why would you pull out a condom like i don't have anything they get like offended instead of like in our day it was like you better put on a fucking condom like one i'm not getting pregnant i'm not getting chlamydia damn sure i don't want aids you know hiv so i just hear these with like the the younger generation it really comes from the parents well yeah and then and raising sons i mean i'm very scared Mm -hmm. about them because for one my son will be turning 18 he's 14 now but he'll be turning 18 when he's a senior in high school Mm -hmm. so he could have a 16 year old girlfriend but he could be having sex with her and he's over 18 those are things that i'm like that could be a problem yeah but if he's with her before he turns 18 and it's a parent's consent but if it's not if he's over 18 and she's 16 and you're gonna have if they sexed it's it can fall under child porn. Exactly. And there was... Yeah, no, but not if both of the parents... Exactly. How do, but how do I know what the parents are going to be? So that I tell my son all the time, I'm like, listen, and I, I swear, this is what I think guys should do in college or anywhere you are. We should be teaching our sons that you do not stick your dick in someone for the first time when you're drunk, just like you don't put your yes. key in the ignition. Yes. Yeah. And you should... And I, I joke about this, but I swear, I think it's smart. I said, I want Drake, when he goes to college... To have a girl save a video message. My name is Kelly Brown. I'm over 18. I'm sober and I'm ready to fuck Drake. Right. You know, no, I send it to me and put it in a file because holy shit, the, people's lives can be fucking nope. ruined. It's true. Yes. And I think we need to teach the boys as much as that of protecting themselves because I'm as the girls mm-hmm. and say and say you have to know that they 
but consent that's the and they're thing. sober and like everything. People nowadays, it, they don't tell the boys shit. They tell the boys to go out and fuck, be a right. man, get well, it's drunk. It's the moms oh, that have to tell the boys, exactly. not the dads. It's she's the moms. easy, man. It's cool. Go fuck her and blah. like it's not. A, it's not about. I mean, it is about the girls. We'll talk to the girls too, but it's it's kind of always about the girls. We have to always tell the girls, don't dress like that. Don't be down a dark alley. Don't go to a party defend, like that and defend, drink. Defend, yeah. Defend, don't drink defend. too much. But then we tell our boys to get fucked up and like have a great time. You know, we'll send them an Uber to get home. It's just like, we have no, to I let mean, them now, know. Like my friends who have sons in college, they're teaching their sons. Like if a girl's passed out, like my friend goes, Oh, my son is so nice. He said, if he saw a girl who was passed out, he would, you know, pick her up. I go, he shouldn't pick her up. No. Should call the campus yeah. police. Like, do not put yourself in any kind of vulnerable, you know, situation mm -hmm. that someone could accuse you of that. And it's very, I think it's very scary for these kids because it's like, you know. Well, what's, what's his name that like had sex with the girl that was passed out behind the dumpster? Right. The Stanford kid. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and the, and the thing of it is like, so I seen people that were like, well, she was passed out drunk, Ugh. but he was drunk as well. So obviously he wasn't in his right mind when he did that. He wasn't passed out drunk, though. She was literally passed out drunk. I do understand that he could have been out of his fucking mind, but I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I can only speak for myself. I even as a kid, I never got so wasted where I was able to like full on do something. I would more so like probably like fall asleep or like you no, know pass it, out he but was not absolutely guilty in getting that. like I erect mean, that, and have sex with like a, a, a girl that's passed out i couldn't imagine you being that well, we have to just Ugh. teach our sons to respect like when my son was going back to school this year i said you know everyone's gonna make a big deal about how tall you are and i go and there a lot of girls bodies are gonna be significantly different from mm -hmm. the summer and I said, and you're not to talk about those bodies with your friends. You're not to text about these girls. I go, if you really want to talk about your girl you like, you. I go, you have your friend come over to your room, you shut the door and the two of you guys talk. You make sure your younger brother isn't part of it. Yeah. And I go, I never want to hear you talking about girls' bodies at school. You know, so and, you're and, raising and, and, them to be feminist. Yes. And I said, yeah. if, and if a girl ever sends you a naked picture, you immediately go and tell dad. Because you by ha you having that yep. photo, you could be the one in trouble. And right. you never send it to somebody else. Never. So, mm -hmm. you know, just you receiving it. You can't stop from receiving a naked being, photo. You're, you're being very aware. I mean, it is a rare parent that would walk through it's all true. those scenarios as overtly and clearly as you just did. Mm -hmm. My is, mom was that like that rare. with me. And I was always so <clears> on point. And my mom used to tell me, like, listen, Amber, if you tell me the truth, you won't get in trouble. And I'd be like, mom fucking smoked weed and I was drinking 40s in the schoolyard with my friends and now I'm really fucked up you know and I was like 14 you know and my mom's like okay lay down she would like you know put me in the shower lay me down stuff like that and be like you know what you're not getting in trouble but I hope you learn your lesson because you feel like shit yeah. and it made me like trust my mom and not want to do stuff like that anymore because I can always go to her and talk to her about it well, it's like driving home drunk. I remember like my friend and I, we went to a party when we're out here and we didn't have a ride home. So my friend called my, her parents and she goes, the guy that's supposed to drive us home is drunk. And the mom came and she's like, I am so proud of you guys. We never had a plan. We, yeah. we lied and said someone was drunk, but it was like, you know, yeah. Now you teach your kids not to drive drunk, teach your kids not to have sex when they're drunk. For sure. Um, we have Jessica on the line. Hey Jessica. What's going on, Jess? Hi. Hi, honey. Thanks. Thanks for Hi, waiting. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey. Hey, what's Hi. your question? I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. This is Aww. crazy. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Okay, so I listen to your show every single week, and I think I have something that you guys have not touched on. Okay. Um, so as I guess I'll start at the beginning. So essentially, um, my daughter's father, I've known him since I was like 18. I'm 30 now. Um, he was like my first real relationship. So when we got together, like we would have sex a lot and, um, it was great. I had no like issues. It was awesome. Like anytime, whenever it was n no big deal. Um, and we just had sex like all the time. Mm -hmm. So anyways, he got arrested um, and he got, he was incarcerated and he's been incarcerated for the last seven years. Oh, Ooh, wow. What did he do? Can I ask? Uh, he got arrested for manslaughter. Okay. 
Oh, okay. So, <laughs> kind of serious. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't him. It was somebody else. He just got caught up in a really bad situation. Got it. Got it. So, um, about a year before he was arrested, we had our daughter. And um, once he was arrested, like, I stayed in it, and I was there. And, and um, like, the first two years, we had no physical contact. There was nothing. But I was still faithful and, and whatever well, else. Well, no physical then, contact because he was in jail or when he got Right. Out. Okay, go ahead. Right. So he ended up getting, like, a 10-year sentence. So when does he and, get out? In three more years? Uh, next year, he'll get okay. out on parole. So in Canada, because I'm calling from Canada, um, we have like trailer visits. So you can go in like once every six to eight weeks for the weekend and spend the weekend in there with them. Now, like after he got arrested, we stayed together for a few years. Sorry? That's a conjugal visit. So you can have sex and everything? Yeah, everything. Okay. You go in, like I go in with my daughter, we go in and we're there for the whole weekend with them. Okay. So I went in after like the two years and we had sex and it was really bad and, and it was just not What does good. that mean? What does that mean? Really bad, not good? Um, like I felt really gross. Well, no, babe, you probably don't on. have feelings for him like you used to. Right. Like I felt so like kind of gross and turned off and like I just, I wasn't really, it wasn't, I wasn't really into it. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's something wrong with me. So then that you're not getting all wet for a convicted murderer that you haven't seen in seven (laughs) years and a trailer on a prison yard. I I don't think I'd get real horny for that. That's not exactly going to the steakhouse. Our there's lots of girls. There's lots of girls that like get off on that. Jessica, yeah, Jessica, there's lots of girls listen, that get off on dating prisoners, you're, but you're, maybe that's not you. Thank God. Yeah, your body and your arousal yeah. system. Listen, your body and your arousal system is a very authentic, honest barometer for how you feel about someone and your level of interest in them. Trust that. Right. Stay out of your head. This person okay. is no longer turning you on. That is not good. That is right. not bad. It just is. Okay. No, I was in a like, situation when. I, I was in a situation when I was younger and I really had a crush on this boy and I liked him so much and we like shared a kiss and then like he went to like juvie for like two years and I like I literally was crushing on him the whole time and I obviously didn't have a kid with him but you know I was crushing on him the whole time and I couldn't wait till he got out and it was like two years later and he got out and I was so excited to see him and then he got out and I was like ew like I just was not yeah. it wasn't so like the letters back and forth and it was like a whole moment and I was like, Oh my god, I was really into it and then I seen him and I was like, Ew, he's And also gross. when they're in prison, it's like I understand why girls go after the prisoners. They aren't distracted by work. They women no. seeing other women. <laughs> they have all day to write you a letter and say how beautiful you are. Right. They're the only thing they're looking forward to is every other Sunday from two to three when you come. Mm-hmm. But like I, I don't know what's going to happen when he comes out. Are you going to be seeing him and he's going to have to see your daughter? And ugh, you've been like faithful well, this he, whole time. He's yeah. Well, no. See, after like the first two years, I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 we broke up and I got a boyfriend and like. I was with him, and then I had, like, the most freaking mind-blowing sex of my life. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, I'm kind of realizing that what I had before wasn't what I thought it was, but the emotional connection just wasn't there. Yeah, because you were 16 years old. Yeah, what do you know? Right. But I was, like, 24 when he went in. So what's your your question, Jess? What's your question? So basically my question is, is if you've had the sexual chemistry, like, before... Can you get it back? Or? No. Why do you, but why do you want it back? Yes. No, 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 no. Let's not shame her. She, he might be a I'm phenomenal just guy. No, People listen. Guy who murdered no. someone. It's not I'm not that. weighing in on that. Listen, hold know. on. He's, she said that he was like with someone and it was a bad okay. situation, right? But it I'm was, saying. Okay, defense a, attorney, Amber Rose. Why, I have family <laughs> I that was like, went to jail for that. So I'm like, really I have his back. And like, there's lots of fish in the sea and all that stuff, but. Like we have a child together, so what? And so I what? So and, what? And he's okay. It doesn't matter, <laughs> Jessica. We're dropping some tough love on you today. It doesn't. No, yeah, but I, I'm gonna give you tough okay, love. Okay, so just move on. No, uh, listen, I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that you went there, you had sex, it was horrible, there was no chemistry, you weren't turned on. It's seven yeah. years later. Um, just because you have a kid, listen, I always tell people this. I had 
an amazing stepdad and an amazing stepmom. If my mom and dad were together, I would have been miserable. I had a great fucking life because I had an extended family because of that. Because they couldn't right. get along and it was weird. Because guess what? You know what you need? You don't need a mom and a dad. You need happy primary caregivers that care about you. In the household. They can be five women, two men, one woman. Yep. Here's the deal. This is what I do in my office every single day. Two people come in, they're a couple, and they're sitting there. You can tell they have no chemistry and they're like, help us find a spark. And the answer is, I can't. If you already have okay. chemistry, I can help improve that. I cannot work with right. something that's not there and improve plant it. I can't make two people attracted and interested. Trust your body. You're going to have some kind of relationship with him because you have a kid. You're just going to probably have a non-romantic, non-sexual one. And just chalk it up as you did some really nice Christian service. You fucked him one last time (laughs) at the prison. It's another rose in your garden. And that's it. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jessica. Good luck. Heather, thank you so much for being here. You were so awesome. (laughs) Defense attorney. I'm like, hey, wait, he was in a bad situation. Um, So let's walk people through how to contact us. Because again, you guys can call anytime, leave us a voicemail. You don't have to call while we're taping. We will call you back and get you on the show. Yes. So call 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. And um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Go to lovelinewitheamberrose.com. And um, like Dr. Kerr said, you can call 3 o'clock in the morning. To It doesn't matter. It, anytime, leave a message with your question and your phone number. And, and our amazing producer will call you back and have us on the show, um, have you on the show. So thank you, Heather. Thank you. And everybody, everybody, please listen and subscribe to my podcast, Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Or see me live in your city where I do stand-up. Go to heathermcdonald.net for all dates. I'll be in Chicago this weekend. Ooh. Okay, (laughs) heathermcdonald.net. Make sure you go on there and check our girl out. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.